You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave and each week at the Football Radio Show. We give you our expert inside analysis and opinions on the top trending stories in the National Football League. Dave, brother. You ready to strap in or what, dog? <laughs> you got that right. Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right. You just crossed over into the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk Pro Bowl and Pro Bowl snubs, our fantasy go-back starts of the week, little survival pick, and, of course, going to preview some of the big-ass games coming up in Week 16. Oh, yeah. All with major playoff ramifications and implications but dave <laughs> you know how we do brother break out those nugs the people need the nugs yeah casey this one is uh, short and sweet the bears finished fourth place in the nfc north last year uh they did the f- worst to first turnaround this year and in 15 of the past 16 seasons at least one team has finished in first place in its division right after finishing in last place the prior year so congratulations bears and swaggy naggy nice work yeah baby did you see how i set up the bears with the nugs see no. <laughs> next level stuff clever. going on here people you don't get that anywhere else clever <laughs> All right, Dave, let's get into this. Pro Bowl rosters were announced. It's going to be January 27th in Orlando, Florida, week before the Super Bowl. And uh, congratulations, your Chargers led the way with seven Pro Bowl selections. Yeah. Chiefs and Steelers right behind six apiece. But, Dave, talk about some of these rookies that made it. Yes, uh, Chargers, uh, speaking of, uh, Der- safety Derwin James, who is uh, highly ranked safety according to a pro football focus. Uh, Saquon Barkley, ob- obviously no surprise there. Uh, the punter for the Seahawks, Michael Dixon. Uh, surprise one here, Broncos running back undrafted, Philip Lindsay. Uh, cool. Total workhorse. Yeah, awesome for him. And then uh, Colts uh, first-round draft pick, Quinton Nelson, and Browns first-round uh, draft Graphic, uh cornerback Denzel Ward. So all very, uh, I guess, worthy, uh, you know, uh, pro bowlers here. So, But as rookies, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, Denzel Ward, the uh, Brownies caught a little heat drafting that guy with number four. It's turning right. out pretty good for those guys. Let's get into some snubs, dude. Start with the defense here. Darius Leonard for the uh, Indianapolis Colts, bro. He earned a pro bowl just by his performance against the Cowboys last week. <laughs> This guy was all over the place. What a disruptive force. Yeah. He's been doing that all year. And on the other side of the ball, my guy, Leighton Vanderesh, dude. Um, this guy's third in the NFC in tackles. He's balling out. The only problem, man, it's thick competition there at linebacker in the NFC. Yeah, no doubt about it. And then a couple of other guys that are really uh, good at getting after the quarterback. Bradley Chubb, the rookie there, 12 sacks. Chandler Jones, the veteran, 12 sacks also. And then Chris Jones, uh, 14 sacks. And he's had like a sack in 10 straight games or something for the Kansas City Chiefs. That guy is disruptive, man. I'm surprised some of these guys didn't make it. Yeah, dude. And then on the offensive side of the ball, we got uh, former Sooner Joe Mixon, dude, almost 1,000 yards in 12 games, throwing almost 300 receiving yards on a team that is pretty much hot garbage. He's standing out. And this, dude, I can't even believe it, dude. Christian McCaffrey, are you kidding? This guy is not Unreal. a pro bowler, dude. Crazy. 13 touchdowns, almost 2,000 total yards. He's looking at getting 1,000 receiving and 1,000 rushing Um just what an impressive season by this guy. He is the future. That might be your number one pick next year in fantasy leagues. Yeah. Uh, 
tremendous, tremendous year for this Ma- guy. Unbelievable. Maybe the number one snub of them all here in this yeah. whole thing. Then uh, another couple guys, Casey, uh, receiving T.Y. Hilton, uh, over 1,000 yards there in just 12 games. Uh, Mike Evans, second in receiving yards in the NFL this year. Uh, both guys not uh, punching their ticket. Oh, and then let me swing it back. Another one of my chargers, Desmond King, second-ranked cornerback uh, in the NFL. And he also, uh, you know, returns kicks and stuff. He has a TD return. So, um, does not get the call, though. There's always time for Charger talk, Dave. We know yeah. that. Charger, Charger. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and move it on to the Survivor Three Strikes pool. Why are we hitting this again? Oh, yeah, because you won it last Woo! week. Congratulations, bro. That yeah. is an arduous task. I've never made it through Ouch. a season unblemished. I think this is your second. That is correct. Win. Yeah, it Congrats, is. Uh, yeah, the first time we did it, I went seventeen and zero. We just we didn't have the postseason attached to it, but this time the the three strikes were gracious to me because obviously I did lose in like week three with that Buffalo beating my uh, Minnesota rather, um, but that was my only blemish on the season. So good stuff, man. Uh, Casey, for uh, those who are not so fortunate as me, the most popular correct uh, pick pick last week was Atlanta over Arizona, and the most popular incorrect piece pick last week, the Rams over the Eagles, and then heading into next week, it's the Colts over the Giants for more than 31% of the people out there. Uh, so good luck, folks. All right, speaking of life or death, if you're still alive in the fantasy world, you got your Super Bowl coming up this week. Dave, we're not talking about our league. We're talking no. <laughs> about our other leagues. But go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, in my other league, I did advance to the Super Bowl. But uh, I could have had a slightly better score with Mike Davis instead of Saquon Barkley. But that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't have made that move the way Barkley's been running for me. Obviously, I'm sticking with Barkley uh, moving into this week. Yeah, in our UFL league, I would have crushed Santoro this week. But I was dead. But in my two other leagues... I am lining up for the Super Bowls, so I'm feeling pretty good about those. And we're still pouring a little out for our homie, Cookie, that uh, he died last week. So, unfortunately, he has to pay me a little cash because we had a wager there. So, um, no more tears on this side. No. And, Casey, of course, we do have a fifth-place battle coming up between you and I uh, this week. So, good luck in that match, sir. Oh, yeah, football radio show going (laughs) head-to-head. All right, Dave, let's get to what the people really want to know about the games happening this week. We mentioned major playoff implications all the way around. But, Dave, this is mind-blowing. I saw this on the ESPN um, over the weekend. Just, well, you know, it's almost settled. Only 16,384 different ways the AFC playoff race can unfold, dude, with two weeks left in the season. That is insane, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Crazy talk, dude. The best way to get in is to win your division. And we mentioned that AFC, the only two teams that have clinched are both in the West. That's your Chargers and the Chiefs. But before we get there, Dave, let's get it started with a little Saturday football action. We got Washington at the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans are 10-point favorites in this one, bro. Yeah, and uh, obviously the uh, the Redskins are a mass unit. They've been banged up a lot this year. Um they're on their fourth quarterback. It's Josh Johnson. I like him. He has got ability to run around, but he is 32, and he's, uh, you know, he was not in the NFL, I guess, for a reason. Although I'm a big fan, um, but you know, moving through this one, this uh, Redskins team is playing tough. So you never know. Uh, Josh Johnson's got a chance to show off here and see what he can do. Yeah, and the Titans really need to run the table if they want to get in this. A log jam there for that six spot. But, boy, if Derrick Henry can continue to run like he's been doing the last couple of weeks, Woo! they're going to be just fine, dude. Over yeah. the last uh, two games, 
over 400 yards rushing and six touchdowns. The guy is absolutely beasting. Um, I don't know why they waited so long to start giving this guy the ball, but since they've done it, yeah. good things have happened. So if they can continue to do that, they might just make it to the postseason, dude, because that defense is also allowing the least amount of points at just over 18 a game. So playing good defense. And then flip it back over um, to the offensive side. Corey Davis, dude, this guy went fifth in the draft last year. Didn't really have a great year, but now he's leading those Titans in receiving, and he's starting to look like the weapon that they hoped he would be. It's a big game. Big game, for sure. All right, Casey, up next, another big game. Baltimore Ravens at the Los Angeles Chargers. A lot at stake in this one. The Chargers at home at the StubHub, favored by four and a half. Yeah, we mentioned that logjam at the sixth spot in the AFC. Baltimore currently sitting in that spot. And um, this team is kind of in a transformation. There was talk that Harbaugh is going to be gone in the offseason, so he's getting one more playoff run out of these guys, and they're doing it with Action Jackson. Remember, they jumped up to get this guy in the bottom of the uh, first round, and he's not only leading the team in passing, he's also leading them in rushing, dude. I don't know the last time that's happened. (laughs) Maybe the uh, Mike Vick days, you know, early on in Atlanta. But this is a sneaky good team. They like to run the hell out of the ball, eat up that play clock, and then do – uh, gnarly damage with that defense. It's pretty solid. They do everything pretty well there. So um, it's all right there for the Ravens. They run the table. They're going to be in and be a tough out. But yep. I don't know if they have enough on offense, if you can shut down that run for them to get going. So this is a really interesting game. They got to have it. But it's on the road, and Saturday night's going to be rocking in La La Land, baby. <laughs> yeah, Chargers coming off that huge win in Kansas City on Thursday. So they got the extra time to rest up for this one. Um, and really, uh, Philip Rivers playing exceptionally well. They're hoping to get Melvin Gordon back. It, it looks like that's on track after he's missed the last three games with that MCL. Um but Keenan Allen is still questionable. He may be a game-time decision. He has the hip pointer that he suffered in the Kansas City in the early portion of that Kansas City game. Um, but, yeah, so this Charger team obviously on a tear, having won 10 of the last 11. And uh, Mike Williams last week, dude. I mean, what wow. can you say about the rookie? What a, uh, Just a breakout game for him. Uh, touchdowns, a couple of touchdowns, a touchdown run, two-point conversion to win the game. Um exceptional uh, if he can keep playing like that they have got themselves a new weapon there and then on the other side of the ball of course joey bosa melvin ingram derwin james uh the rookie uh safety there they're going to have their hands full containing uh, action jackson as you were mentioning so it'll be interesting to see what they've got from them. that young defense though has played better and better throughout the season all right dave up next we got the houston texans at the philadelphia eagles and the eagles are two and a half point favorites at home wow that's a weird line yeah, interesting. Well, um, Texans obviously were really jamming along right there, and then they dropped that one to the Colts, and then they rebounded last week with the win um, against the Jets. But this uh, obviously this Texans team has got a lot to play for. They're currently the two seed at 10-4, and four, uh, and they could drop out of that position and have to play uh, in, in the wild card weekend, or uh, they could, uh, by winning out here, they could even secure the, the top seed uh, conceivably. So um, at this point, it's an absolutely huge game. They've got uh, their defense playing at an exceptional level right now. And obviously um, a little banked up at running back there, but they've got some depth there. And obviously it's going to come down to um, Sean Watson and, and what he can really do with his arm. If he can, um, you know, 
respond to when the pressure is up, like the, like it's going to be in Philadelphia. And dude, these Eagles, man, it's looking eerily similar to last year when Carson Wentz came went out and Nick Foles came in and led them on the magic run. Right. And it was against the Rams last year when Wentz got hurt, and it was against the Rams this year when Foles came out and did his thing. And Uh-oh. I don't know, man, something pretty magic about this guy. He just uh-huh. wins. He plays solid. And this team is an absolute match unit, but guys are just stepping up. We're finally seeing, with last week's performance, the heart of a champion. You know, they didn't go down. A little Rocky Balboa action got <laughs> knocked down, but they got right back up. Um, that running back, Wendell Smallwood, was the guy. It looked like your uh, Josh Adams from Notre Dame, the rookie there, was going to be the guy. But Wendell Smallwood really yeah. gave those Rams fits last week. Zach Ertz is crushing it, dude, over 100 receptions on the year. And Alshon Jeffries finally looking healthy, too. And then on the other side, that defense really shut down Todd Gurley, something that nobody's been able to do. So um, this is a really interesting matchup. Eagles getting that win against the Rams last week made this game relevant. Usually showed it. Texans got a lot to play for. So do the Eagles, man. Something's got to give. Whew, that's going to be a good one, man. All right, up next is Pittsburgh Steelers at the New Orleans Saints in another huge game. Saints at home in the Dome, favored by five and a half. Yeah, and these Steelers, man, they beat the Patriots. Gave Patriots back-to-back losses, which... What? Rarely, I know, (laughs) rarely, rarely happens. And it was an old-school kind of performance there, a grimy game, 17-10. to We saw that steel curtain there. We're used to the big numbers that uh, Big Ben and uh, Antonio Brown have been putting up. They had uh, gridded out the old-fashioned way. Uh, they're hoping to get James Conner back. That would be huge for my fantasy Super Bowl hopes. But Jalen <laughs> Samuels was nice last week. It's just plug in whoever the hell's wearing a Steelers jersey, a running back, dude. Right. Uh, Jalen Samuels, 172 scrimmage yards last week, 142 rushing, 30 receiving. Um, so that offensive line is more dominant than I think we give them credit for. The one-two punch we know about, Brown, Juju, Smith-Schuster, he's been a nice compliment in that offense there too. The problem with this is a, a negative nine uh, giveaway, turn takeaway giveaway ratio, something so odd for the Steelers. Ooh, but when they take yeah. care of the ball, they can beat almost anybody. But, bro, going on the road to play those Saints, man, that's going to be a tough place to get a win. No doubt about it, dude. All right, let's pick it up with the Saints. Obviously, they are in great shape right now. It looks like they just need one game, really, uh, of the next two in order to secure their position as the team with home field advantage and a bye uh, throughout the playoffs. Uh, That would be something that they would like to secure this week and then be able to take that week 17 to rest some guys here or there uh, that might need a little, that might be banged up a little bit. Breezer, uh, dude, obviously he's having an MVP type season with uh, almost 75 pick uh, percent uh, completions and uh, the highest rating rating in the NFL with 116.8 rating. Uh, this offense, although they really struggled last week against the Carolina team and only put up 12 points uh, and obviously dropped the game to the Cowboys recently. This offense has been a juggernaut for the most part this whole year with the Kamara and Ingram combination. And uh, the defense has played uh, obviously a lot better um, than in pr- years past. So this is a pretty balanced team right now. But um, if Breezer can just dial it in and and handle this Steelers, t- a very, very desperate kind of Steelers team, uh, then they can set themselves up real pretty for Week 17. 
All right, Dave, up next, we got the Tampa Bay Bucks at my Dallas Cowboys, and the boys are eight-point favorites at home. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. Well, this Tampa Bay team, uh, you know, it's been a disappointing season to say the least, and it's going to be some changes probably in the offseason. Dirk Cutter, uh, the coach there, and uh, Jameis Winston, the quarterback, who has uh, a ton of turnovers, I believe something like 32 in just 10 games. They are, as a result of that um lack of uh, responsibility with the ball. They are negative 16 in the turnover ratio. That's awful. It's hard to win games when you're uh, giving the ball away that much. Uh, so they got some answers, uh, some questions to be answered here uh, in a couple of weeks to t- to try and really take a look at this roster as they move forward. Obviously, they have some some talent in uh, Mike Evans, who the Pro Bowl snub, as we mentioned, uh, second in the NFL with over 1,300 yards receiving. Um, they can put some points on the board uh, as long as they're not turning the ball over. They might be, uh, you know, they might be able to make this a fun game. Not so fun for you, maybe. Yeah, I hope not, dude. Hopefully right. my boys can get back on trap. Got shellacked last week at the Indianapolis Colts. Actually got shut out. It's been a long time since that's happened. But it wasn't as bad as the score would indicate. They had opportunities in that game, and they just got away. Where they're really letting a lot of stuff go, though, is in the red zone, man, and goal-to-go situations. They've been abysmal down there, and um, they're just not taking advantage Yeah of opportunities and that really cost them last week <clears throat> Ezekiel Elliott leading the league in rushing man they have put a lot on his plate dude leading the league in touches at 358 Ooh. he's also leading the league in rushing last week was the first week we really haven't seen much out of Amari Cooper they got to go with that matchup no matter who's on him you got to say mine can beat yours and let's go out there and see what happened. So the Cowboys got to get that red zone situation figured out if they think they're going to do anything about the postseason. The defense has been really solid, man. They really frustrated Andrew Luck last week. Didn't get any sacks on him, but shut him down. But where they really struggled was against the run game. They made um, Marlon Mack look like the Edron James of old, man. He ran all over (laughs) them for a couple touchdowns and over 150 yards. Started out poor tackling, but the thing I liked about the game they played better as it went on. So the defense, I'm not too worried about, but the offense has to get on track. And Dave, this is a game they got to have. It's simple, dude. Beat these Bucks. You're in the playoffs. That's Don't give nice. those stinking dirty ass Giants a reason to beat you in Week 17. Handle your biz against these guys. Get some much needed rest, especially with that offensive line, and then come out to make a good run. The other bonus I like out of that Colts loss is the Cowboys were going to have to go 13 in a row to get to the Super Bowl. That's tough to do. Now the Cowboys know that their S definitely stinks, and they better get their S together. Otherwise, they're going to be on the couch in January. All right, Casey. Another big game up. Sunday night, Kansas City Chiefs at the Seattle Seahawks. The Chiefs on the road in this one, favored by two and a half. Man, it's a good game. Yeah, dude. These uh, Chiefs, last week, your Los Angeles Chargers beat them at Kansas City. So they've had a little... Um, extra time to kind of figure out what's going on with them. And even in the game that they lost, they were right in there, man. Had the lead up until about four seconds left. It took a a Huevos Gigantes call to go for two to win that thing. Pat Mahomes, I'm going to have to throw my my little card for the the league MVP with him. Over 4,500 passing yards, 45 passing touchdowns. The guy has been... Absolutely insane, dude. You got the big targets, obviously, with Tyreek Hill, maybe the fastest dude in the league, and Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. New Gronk. 
Um, obviously, <laughs> Hunt's been out a couple weeks and looked like Spencer Ware was going to be the guy. But then he got banged up in the Williams brothers last week. Yep. Specifically, my guy, Damian Williams, the former Sooner, former Sooner, 123 scrimmage yards last week, couple TDs. He's a nice fit in this offense, very fast and good out of the backfield. That's what the Chiefs like to do. And you mentioned, dude, earlier uh, Pro Bowl snub, Chris Jones, dude, 14 sacks. I think it what would you wow. say, 10 games in a row that this guy has had a sack. Nuts. He's getting it done on the uh, on the defensive side. The bad part is these Chiefs aren't very good against the run, and uh, that's going to be a little bad thing heading up to play those 12s. Yeah. Seattle, obviously very tough to beat at home. Um, last week on the road, not so much as they lost in overtime to the 49ers. That one stings. I think that 49er team's a little better than, than the record shows, but the Seahawks are in a position right now. Uh, obviously, they needed that game. Now they really need this one. They're still the fifth seed at eight and six, uh, but they could play their way out if they don't take care of business. And this is going to be obviously a tough challenge with these uh, Chiefs coming into town off of that loss against the Chargers. Um, you know, Pete Carroll has got a young team that's playing real hard for him right now. Obviously, I thought you were going to say a mouthful of bubble gum. <laughs> he does, and he's chewing the crap out of it, dude. <laughs> um, he's got a, a, a MVP caliber Super Bowl champion quarterback in Russell Wilson that knows how to win games that are close in the end. And this game could be close in the end. The way their defense is playing, um, Bobby Wagner's still back there. I know it's not the Legion of Doom like before, but this is a young group that's flying around, playing really confidently. Um, and on the offensive side, uh, the combination of Chris Carson and Mike Davis uh, really came together uh, pretty nicely uh, last week. Uh, Carson with over 100 yards and Davis out of the backfield making a lot of catches there, uh, contributing. Uh, they are banged up at wide receiver. Doug, Doug Baldwin has been um, toughing it out with a bum knee all year, but he's still a pro. And Tyler Lockett has really uh, put together a handful of games yeah. lately where he's been an impact player. So uh, these Seahawks, they do not want to go and see what the next week brings if they drop this game and see if they can just sneak in. They need to get into the playoffs. This will take care of business for them. This is a huge game for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Chiefs want that number one seed in the AFC. Got to yep. go beat these Seahawks in Seattle to try to hang on to that. Oh, man. All right, dude. So many ways you can check out the football radio show. Get out there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, people. You get good videos. Great, great vid stupendous super videos every week. The it's best. right there. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, dude. If you're not following Football RS on Twitter, you're missing out on so much football information. It's a constant source. It's a barrage. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Or if you're one of those old school Gen Xers, just go to footballradioshow.com. It's that simple. Nice. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. He's Dave. I'm Casey. We're out of here, people. Enjoy the games of Week 16. Thank you.